Hello friends, it's Zach and Matt here from Enrollify and we are thrilled to be here for our second edition of Second Look, which is a weekly briefing on the latest higher ed marketing trends that are worth keeping tabs on. Second Look is the podcast version of Enrollify's weekly newsletter, The Minute, which hopefully all of you are subscribed to and if you are not, you should go and subscribe right now. Uh, Matt is the managing editor of The Minute, and he spends time every week scouring the internet for the trends that are most crucial for enrollment marketers to be paying attention to. Uh, Matt, you uh, you ready to dive in? Let's do it. Fantastic. Okay, so SEMrush analyzed some over 300 million website pages, uh, 28 billion links, and 6 trillion images to uncover the most common SEO mistakes of 2020. Uh, Matt, can you talk to us a bit about what the most common SEO blunders are and how enrollment marketers can work to ensure that that they avoid such blunders? Absolutely. So from duplicate content to indexability errors and even under-optimized meta tags, you know, common SEO blunders continue to work against those fighting for Google's top spots. And of the biggest errors in this enormous report that SEMrush put out, it uncovered that nearly 51% of websites face duplicate title tag issues, 62% have indexability errors, and 48% have some sort of 4XX, like 404, errors as well. So enrollment marketers can ensure that they optimize for technical SEO and not just content SEO, by tapping into a lot of the free resources out there, like SEMrush, Moz, and even HubSpot's website grader. Quick question for you, Matt, around indexability errors. Can you just talk to us briefly about what that means? Yeah, so indexability errors really are errors that inhibit Google's um, crawlers to index your website page. So there are a lot of things from missing alt attributes uh, broken inbound and external links on your website, and even meta tags that just prevent these crawlers from crawling your website altogether are huge indexability errors to look out for. Fantastic. You know, we talk a lot about on, you know, the Enrollify podcast through Enrollify's content about, you know, the importance of a content SEO. So, right, the, the idea that it's really crucial that schools, enrollment marketers be putting out really educational, resourceful, compelling content around keywords and search terms that their user base is querying into Google. And I think, you know, sometimes we forget that there are multiple components to SEO, including uh, a really important component, which is technical SEO. So love that you uh, uh, referenced this report in um, this past week's edition. And I think it's really important that all of our listeners get a better understanding of sort of how their site is doing from a technical standpoint. So as you mentioned, you know, tools like SEMrush, Moz, I think HubSpot's website grader is a great place to start. It'll highlight uh, the pages that are, that you know, are the most troublesome and, and then, you know, folks can go from there. So back in February, uh, Matt, Facebook announced that it would mandate campaign budget optimization, which essentially would force advertisers to manage ad spend and daily ad budgets at the campaign level rather than at the ad set level. Uh, But thanks to advertiser feedback and probably a fair number of complaints, Facebook has backtracked on the mandate, instead making CBO optional. Why is this worth noting, Matt, and any additional context you think it's important to add here for our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. So CBO is perfect for enrollment marketers that are, you know, just new to the advertising game 
altogether, or even those who just don't have the time to check Facebook ads on a daily basis. You know, you basically tell Facebook to um, run your ad budgets to the most optimized fashion possible. You basically hand the wheel over to Facebook. But for seasoned advertisers who live and breathe advertising, you know, they realize that while CBO might be useful in generating the greatest number of results, like leads and landing page views, it might not actually generate the highest quality leads for landing page views uh, altogether. So for people with experience, for going to CBO and optimizing ads manually at the ad set level may still be the better option. Fantastic. So in short, what it sounds like is if you're an enrollment marketer, you're you know new to Facebook advertising, maybe in light of everything going on with COVID-19, if there's been some restructuring at your institutions, CBO might actually be something you would want to take advantage of if you're sort of new to the game and want to get a sense for, you know, what uh, what sort of uh, meaningful traffic and conversion rates are in your context. But as you grow in your experience, you grow in your understanding of how Facebook algorithms work and how specifically uh, they, you know, they work for, for your unique context, it may be better for you to kind of uh, optimize and uh, fiddle with that budget at the ad set level. Is that more or less correct? Yeah, absolutely. And I'll paint just a quick little picture here. So you have one campaign umbrella. Under the campaign umbrella, you have two different ads. Let's say you have ad A and ad B. Now, ad A might drive in 50 new leads, 10 of which become enrolled students, while ad B rolls in only you know 25 new leads but all 25 of those become enrolled students if you were to use cbo and let facebook take the wheel facebook would allocate all of the ad budget to ad a actually because it has the greatest number of new leads when in reality as an enrollment marketer you want to put that ad budget to ad b right because all of those leads are actually turning into enrolled students so that's just one little example but reasons why a lot of advertisers raise their hands and red flags at this mandated CBO. Absolutely. I mean, basically what you're you're missing there, right? Which is, you know, that, that was a fantastic illustration. What you're missing is sort of the context, right, that you have on the back end, right, of Facebook doesn't know which of the leads that it's generating for you uh, actually enrolled in your program. Uh, only you know that. And so it makes a ton of sense. I think that that's, uh, again, a fantastic illustration. And hopefully that helps kind of explain a little bit of the, the nuances around CBO. All right, so final story. Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook stories are you know, more popular than ever right now. And you know, LinkedIn's been a little slow to the game to uh, roll out stories on their platform. Back in 2018, they you know, rolled out, uh, they tried something similar to stories and they called it, I believe, student voices, but it didn't really stick. So Matt, you know, your take, what's, what, what is your take on how LinkedIn will roll out stories or, uh, uh, you know, format of content similar to stories? And if so, if they do decide to do so, how do you think enrollment marketers should best utilize this new content format? Well, we really don't know what LinkedIn stories will look like quite yet, but we do anticipate them being a really engaging avenue for schools to promote thought leadership you know, adapt blog content, and even share videos, especially for schools with lots of graduate and adult learner program offerings. And so if schools are able to strike the right tone and content for business-minded professionals on LinkedIn, these enrollment marketers can really use it to reach highly targeted audiences and specifically individuals who work in industries or fields that could benefit from an advanced or graduate degree program. 
So it sounds, you know, to, to me that we'll sort of have to, you know, wait and see to exactly how they choose to roll out this from a formatting standpoint. But in the same way that Instagram has been, Instagram stories have been an incredible source for, um, you know, ad spend as of late, potentially LinkedIn stories, right, will follow suit. We'll probably see, you know, more graduate programs, you know, uh, advertising between stories, et cetera. Uh, probably, you know, some sort of swipe up feature. It'll be interesting to me whether or not LinkedIn decides to go for kind of a, a mobile only um, approach for stories or whether or not it'll be released across their desktop experience uh, as well. Well, folks, uh, that is all that we've got for you today. Uh, Matt, you know, thanks for being here. As always, if you want more, again, go ahead and subscribe to The Minute. There's, you know, more analysis that we provide in each week's edition of uh, that weekly newsletter. The Minute comes to your inbox first thing every Monday morning. Enjoy it with your favorite cup of coffee. It's fantastic. Matt and his team do do great work there. Um, if you have any feedback for us on how we can improve this special segment of the, the podcast, feel free to reach out to me directly at Zach at enrollified.org. Uh, we love feedback from listeners and we really do consider that as we craft new episodes, as we craft kind of new, uh, content offerings throughout the sort of Enrollify ecosystem. So we love, love, love your feedback. Uh, finally, right before we sort of close out here, we want to just uh, qu- put a quick kind of ping in for Chatter, which is our, our the latest kind of feedback platform that we've built to help enrollment marketers find the software services and resources they need for success. Chatter is absolutely free, completely free. It's, you know, we like to say it's where great decisions start. It's Chatter's your one-stop shop for reviews on CRMs, student information systems, application software, marketing agencies, OPMs, and much, much more. We really built this resource for the industry and we would love for you guys to check it out, write a review, read reviews, give us feedback on how we can improve it. All right, Matt, thanks for being here. Thanks, Zach. If you are an enrollment marketer working in marketing and communications or enrollment management and would be willing to be interviewed on the podcast, or if you have an idea for a topic that you'd like to hear covered on the podcast, please reach out directly to me at Zach, Z-A-C-H, at Enrollify.org. We sincerely look forward to working with you to make Enrollify the most trusted, go-to, digital resource for enrollment marketers out there. 